Spitwads, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Peloton. One of my favorite things about uh, this doing these shows and the in these reads is when there's a company that I was already in on before they even got a read on the show, and Peloton is one of those things. I had a I had my bike plus way before they started sponsoring this show, and I was already in love with the product. I love riding. I love how I feel. My fitness levels are at a new place. Uh, and it's all because of Peloton and they have a team of world-class instructors to, they're ready to motivate you 24 seven. We're talking about thousands of live and on demand classes. And I mean, in their app, you know, they got psych. If you want to get on the bike plus you can ride, they've got strength yoga. They've got all sorts of different classes and it's always a great time. Their instructors are truly a difference maker in all of the family over there at Peloton. And right now, it's the perfect time to try out Peloton. The Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less. It's the best price yet, including free delivery and setup. And there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton Bike and Peloton Tread. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. A yuckety mucka belly feels like gunk. Oh, oh, that's great. That was outstanding. It was autobiographical. It was. <laughs> Just wanted to... Scat Are we the bringing people. this out then? Well, I guess so. Uh, I, I guess so, says the man who yucky. brought it up. Look, when your mind is on something and you're told to <laughs> scat immediately, you don't have many choices. You just go. Just go is going to be a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Spitballers podcast episode 193. Welcome in. This uh, Sometimes you just know a show is going to happen. Other times you're not sure it is going to happen. Today's the latter because Jason is, uh, he ate something that did not agreeing with He's him. not agreeing and I'm in a lot of pain. I'm here for you, Spitwad. I'm pushing through the pain. Oh, push it. Uh, no, no, no. I'm holding through the pain. <laughs> I'm holding strong for you, so be there for me. Would you rather life advice in our second uh, movie theme draft? So part two of the best movie themes. Very excited about that. Uh, the first part was incredible. My team, of course. And uh, to be fair, all three teams were very strong. They really, <laughs> really were. It was funny. On last episode, I said, oh, Mike, your team's going to win. And then I went and I looked at my team and I was like, wait, my team is awesome. No, you were right. My team is going to win, but your team was awesome. And then I looked at Andy's and I was like, oh, those, those were awesome. This is where we're in the nitty gritty. Yeah, I got some. I got some dark horses. Okay. Well, we'll get there soon. Spitballerspod.com. If you want to support the show, we appreciate you over there. Instagram.com slash spitballerspod. Always appreciate your reviews. Click the plus over on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Subscribe over on Spotify. And tell your friends about the show. If you want your friends to be happier, then one of the top ways you can do that is just tell them about a free comedy podcast called The Spitballers. Well, and, and I want you to remember we are your friends. And yes. if you want us to be happier... Then, oh, you, then you tell your other friends it's a, it's about a the show. It's, it's happy. two for one special. All right, let's get it going. Would you rather? 
Nick from the website, would you rather start every conversation you have by loudly and sternly proclaiming, <laughs> I am a married man, or end every conversation by making eye contact and saying, thank you for making me oh. seem so smart. Oh, my gosh. This is very specific. They're So the I am a married man, you have to declare it at the beginning? Yes. You start the conversation with I am a married man very loudly. Now, I am a married man. Yes. But this question (laughs) just be, you know, sometimes it would make no sense. Like right there. Well, I mean, it's real. You're really insinuating the person you're talking to has ulterior, ulterior, ulterior motives. Yeah, no, we got there. We have, we got there. And that is, it's a really insulting thing to no matter who you are talking to, to, proclaim loudly that i am spoken for i have no interest in you uh it could be very awkward in certain situations especially it's It's, awkward in every single circumstance i think it's less insulting than the other one the other one saying when you when you finished right thanking you uh thank you for making me seem so smart but at least the conversation's done Okay, and you can walk away <laughs> yes. and then never talk to that Smoke person again. Bomb. I would intentionally forget my wedding ring in the first scenario. <laughs> that way I have an excuse for saying what I'm saying. See, and then I say I I would follow it up with the I I lost it. I lost I lost the ring. I feel like at least there there's a little bit of a compliment to it. You know you know what I mean? Like I, it's I'm what, a, it's a compliment to yourself. Yeah, how is that a compliment, compliment for them? The, it is not to the person you are talking Under to. Under any circumstance? Under any circumstance. Because what you are saying is, I am so incredibly appealing Desirable. And, and attractive that I know what you're thinking, and I'm going to cut you off but what if right you, there. What if you end that phrase with a wink? I am a married man. The, the, the wink is like... The the grossest the wing move is in the world. The, the worst. Is there of any way you gestures. could save this by always wearing a tuxedo? <laughs> right, because then it maybe you just came from a wedding. If I just came from a wedding, I'd have a right to say that. That's oh, a what? declaration of joy. I have a right to say. <laughs> I am a married man. Right. Okay. No, well, that's a proclamation. Yeah, but it is not. Or, well, to be or fair, a the, just married T-shirt. I'm just trying says, to save this. Oh, it the does say says, yeah. sternly proclaiming. Right. I am a married man, which is the proclamation. Right. Okay. Maybe. So maybe that's so. In one of these, you have to wear a tux at yes. all times. Very fancy. Now, ironically, a tux could help the next. You know, the other one too. Like, thank you for making me seem so smart. No one looks dumber in a tuxedo, right? I've I'm not tracking here. I'm I've saying, lost where you're going. If I were wearing a tuxedo, yeah, and I look just so fancy, I am, I am top yes. notch, looking good, and at the end, I'm like, "Thank you for making me seem so smart." Eh, just it goes, it it plays in the okay, okay, yeah, you can character. kind, you can kind of get away with it. I, I see that, but now I'm just imagining Andy on like the pickleball courts, but he has to wear his tuxedo. <laughs> Because he has committed to the bit of every conversation he has. No, see, on the pickleball courts, saying that I'm a married man would be important because maybe I have a random doubles partner. And I th- <laughs> they may end up wanting to, you know, I'm very desirable, especially on the courts. So we know what Andy's picking. <laughs> Andy knows his 
desire level oh, is so God. high that Who's he must to say any random doubles partner wouldn't want to marry me? I'd want to marry me out there. Yeah. No. You know, you know, okay. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> the, just... the truth is that thank you for making me seem so smart can be lovingly, jokingly you said. Can, you can hit him with the wink after that one. Right. Oh, you, the wink after that yeah. saves it. There's really no getting away with, I'm a married man. Right. You say that to someone, and I, I, I think I've got to go with thank you. Thank you for making okay. me seem so smart. Brendan from Patreon, would you rather have everyone around you, that would be your family, your stra uh, the strangers, whoever, always be looking at you no. or oh, no. for no one to ever look in your direction again? So you are invisible in the world. If no one ever looks at you, you will feel, this is like a twilight zone to me. Yeah. Like a, a twilight zone where you are not, you're not physically, technically invisible, but if no one ever looks at you, do you exist? Are you visible? Help me. Oh, God. The, the always looking at you, both of these are bad, but I get it, so would you rather? The always looking at you is a catastrophic nightmare of everyone always looking at you. Do you know who experiences that right now? I do. Not I do. That <laughs> <laughs> was, wasn't me saying that I experienced that. It's the Truman Show again. <laughs> I am a married man. Here's Mr. Truman Show. <laughs> I wasn't saying that I do experience that, but I do know who experiences that. And my would, answer, do you might care be to answer? My answer is probably different than yours, but I would say middle schoolers. Oh, okay. Because they truly think every every place they, they walk they, in, they, they think, think everyone yes. is watching. But there them. is a sect of people that actually have this happen to them, and that is the major celebrity. Sure. Because yeah, yeah, the paparazzi yeah. yes. follows you everywhere. You yes. are being watched. I literally just read an article about uh, a celebrity. I won't say the name, but they were so. What does it rhyme with? Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to rhyme it. But they were so devastated because like. Schmushton Schmieber. No, it wasn't no. Schmushton Schmieber. What, what, what are the initials? But they. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they follow these yeah. people. But they they literally said they were they went to the beach and they had to suck in their stomach the whole time. Because they were so afraid of being ah. perceived a certain shape or a certain size because their eyes are on you all the time. Would you be so self-conscious? Every action. Yes. I would never get to pick a booger. I mean, I, you're just completely. I have not gone to the beach and not sucked in my stomach <laughs> in years. I don't like. All the time? This is, yes, 100% of the time I'm on a beach, I'm sucking in my How stomach. How do you not you really leaving. think you're saving much there? I, <laughs> I, I definitely know it's happening, regardless of whether paparazzi are following me or not. I, I, you know, it's my own shame. I don't need it in the papers to in already. The papers. In the how how exhausted is your core yeah. when you leave the how beach? You oh, I've got a, a lot of practice. How do you not have a six pack? Just by oh, I got a six pack under there. Okay. There's, it's, I mean, it's there. It just keeps my six pack is growing stronger and stronger, pushing my I, belly out. I gotcha. Understand? It's oh my big, gosh, big guy problems. Um, people staring at you all the time would be it just just would, the worst. It would be I, so much better than the alternative. I'm telling you, I know. No, 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 no. Mike. No. I I know reading this question that this seems like it's such a home run answer for you that your preference would be, hey. I would love no to have. Exists. I would love to have no one watch me at all times. That would be great. But I genuinely think if if you play that out in reality, where no one ever looks towards you 
again in mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Yep. I think that that would be a true nightmare of depression. It sounds great at first glance. No, no, I don't think it sounds great. But I'm, your kids and your wife would be problem numbers. Yeah, you know, no, number one. Or I two. get that. But in, list any activity. Going to a restaurant. Can you imagine everybody looking? A hundred people staring at you while you eat. You just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, is that a? Is it, no, that was not. A, that was not a shaming. Like, Jason wants the first one. <laughs> well, yes. Oh gosh, that level of of fame sounds awful. Awesome. Oh uh, yeah, awful. That's uh, totally oh totally agree. I will have to take the staring at me. No, I will have to use it no to my way. advantage. That will be a lot of uh, influence that I'll have on the world if I have them. And I'll obviously that will be the motivator to get in good shape. Sure. When everyone's looking at me, I guarantee that'll be the thing that really en- gets it going. Enjoy the gym. While everyone is watching every single workout you do. Private, private workouts. <laughs> yeah. And that's so I mean, if everyone is staring at you, I'm telling you, you will end up Okay. You will go full Neither uh, is our official answer. What's it, the Howard Hughes? The uh Oh yeah, I went crazy. Yeah, you start you'll start growing Another your movie nails that's out too long peeing with in him. bottles. <laughs> Another DiCaprio movie that's you, you way just, too long. You just brought a conversation I from know. off the podcast into the podcast. As a reference. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that, people? Remember when we were talking about the Revenant being too long? Well, it doesn't. Oh, you don't remember because it wasn't on the podcast. It was during lunch over here. <laughs> um, I thought everybody stared at me. Look, everybody knows that DiCaprio movies are too long anyway. Uh, he likes to do long movies. So what can I, say? I love them. Long, great. Movies. I love them, Leo. <clears throat> yeah, he's good. All right, we'll move on. Daniel from Patreon. Would you rather be the world's best tuba player in the world's best orchestra? Or an average lead guitarist in a band that's successful but never makes it big? I'm confused by the successful but never makes it big because... Oh. What, 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 you tour def- and you make def- a living, but you don't make it me. big. You're, You're a touring uh, that guitar exists. player. Oh, 1,000%. That's most bands, probably. Yes. <laughs> that is, that's the life of... If, if you are a true professional musician or in a band, that's more than likely your life. You're playing... like You can book a tour throughout the u.s and you're playing venues that hold like a hundred people 100 to 150 people which is uh, like when you're in them i mean that's feels good yeah it feels great i'd love to rock a stadium but it's so it's not the worst thing but also you are you're average <laughs> you're not great. i'm taking the tube i mean i look i like really i like playing the guitar and that would be really nice but if i'm known as the world's i'm, a, I'm but you're not the, known Right, because you're the world. You're best. you're known in tuba circles. No, the, all the tuba circles. No, know no, 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 no. That's no, Mr. No. Holloway. No, what do you do for a living? I'm in the world's best orchestra. End of sentence. You don't need to. What if what? you're in the world's best orchestra? You would never say that. I'm in the world's best orchestra. What is? If they ask me, what's the world's best orchestra? Oh, good question. Well, there's Humphreys uh, <laughs> School of Wizarding and Witchcraft. That's my point. Is your your notoriety level is nothing. What you don't think that if you look your circle, if you're in this, it's got to be a bunch of people that respect that, right? Yes, it's a yes, small other, circle. Other tuba players. That's what I said. In yeah. the tuba circles, he's huge. <laughs> no, I would definitely you, take the guitar. And and so here's the funny thing uh, on the back of this question from Daniel from Patreon is like, 
everybody wants some eyes on them or or yeah. most people want some eyes on them but you don't want to be like this crazy like truly being the the world's biggest celebrity I, that is a nightmare that we can't comprehend which is why so many of these people end up going insane because right. they just can't live any semblance of a normal life but if you can sell out a hundred to two hundred person place all across the country you're that that's a pretty sweet gig you're yeah. you're popular you're beloved in much larger than tuba circles and here's the thing if you out there listening are an average guitar player to me you're an incredible musician you are awesome right. and you know what i mean like i'm you're not, like hey play a song and they can play you a song whoa yeah. that's incredible like andy i think you're a great musician i don't know if you know that because you could play a few songs on a guitar i don't know how you feel about you but better now <laughs> right i mean that's all it takes to impress me as a as a musical guy can you play can you and play an like, instrument hey tuba player uh what's what's your favorite tuba part and he goes <laughs> no imp impress me impress me play your best stuff i'm playing it <laughs> so neither of you are taking the tuba no no, no uh, that way makes sense because i aspire to like absolute greatness like being the best at something isn't something in your I think your, I think genuinely your path towards that is actually in playing a tuba. I think that's the easiest path forward. <laughs> yeah, I have great news for you, Andy. You could you have the you competition's ever, low. Is that you what have, you're saying? Yeah. Have you ever played a brass instrument? I did play an alto sax for two weeks. Uh, that's uh, that's a woodwind. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Ah. <laughs> Ah, music. I was, was going to like that's a reed instrument. Uh but no, so you which is great news. That means you've never uh you've never had to play like a trumpet or anything no, like that. No, no, no. You could pick it up today and you could finish your life still as the best tuba player of all time. Is like, the, is it, the it gap the gap is not that far. I it it probably really is. Now, I'm is sure this, there I'm sure there is are there tuba a musical bias there. coming from the two uh Al Borland and and uh the hitman here. It's, where where you, a, do you guys have something against these instruments? No, you need the tuba. You 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 just don't want to be the tuba. It's not that a is, solo instrument. That is, look, look, tuba players out there, they're getting real flustered and real mad. But here's the thing. Oh, Both gosh. of them. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's here's the deal. You got moved to the tuba because you were like eighth chair trumpet. Oh no. And they were like, and they said, "We really need you need to have a tuba player." You could be our best tuba player, and so they move over. That's they how were all tuba because they were the only tuba player. <laughs> so nobody starts as tuba; they only oh, end up no, in tuba. No, 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 no. If you start your kid right now at tuba, he will become the best tuba player in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're right? Yeah. All right. Well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to move on, Al, or do you want to go on more? Do we have any more tuba questions? <laughs> Let's do one more. Right. A tuba question? Fiona yes. from the website, non-tuba. Mm. Uh, would you rather gain the ability to speak five different languages or be able to understand five different languages? Oh, speak them. Hold, Wait. Hold, no, no, hold on, hold Wait. on, hold on, this, hold on, hold on. As soon on. as you start hold to on. answer, there's a big problem with both. How can you possibly speak a language if you don't understand it? You could say words, but you can't string together a coherent sentence. Well, let's say, let's say you were had the ability to think in English and speak in five different languages. So when you speak and you make the sound, you just comprehend it 
you're, you're, you, I think that could happen. I mean, in a mystical world. And then, <laughs> but, just, but you're underst- breaking it down. And, but and understanding this- five different languages means that you cannot communicate back. That's the question. Do you want to be able to communicate out to mm-hmm. five different language groups or, or get communication in from which is more valuable, right? Am I out? Yeah, that's, that's, that's nodding that's profusely. That's the crux yep. of the question. You can't have one without the no, other. No, I get it. I get it. In reality, you want to make can, a bet? <laughs> in reality, you cannot do this one without the other. But I understand the question. The, is is what Andy's saying, which is, would yeah, it, is you walk it, into France, you want to understand people talking to you, or do you want them to understand understand you talking to them? Which is more valuable? But if they understand what I'm saying to them, Mike can't handle this. No, I cannot because if I if they can understand me, that means that I can okay I can communicate in that language, no, no, which no. means I would understand it okay. when it comes back. I've got a different way to word this. You have please help me. You have an electronic device that can translate one direction. Okay, okay. okay. So when you're talking. It can either translate what you're speaking into their language so they can understand you, okay? But you won't be able to necessarily understand what they say back yep. okay. or vice versa. Okay. They have it, and they've got the electronic device. Well done, Jason. You, you really you really communicated that well. I, Didn't Mike understand it? Oh, I, oh, I got it. We just had so to both com- directions. We had to completely change the question so to would, make it work. But what would be more valuable? Like if I'm going to travel, which I, I mean, if you, if you understand languages one direction or the other, traveling seems like what you're doing to bring value to that skill mm-hmm. other than showing it off at parties. So, which I, I, at parties, being able to speak it is the one that you want because sure. then you can show it off. But what's more valuable? Isn't it more valuable if you're going to a place that you don't understand anything anyways to be told stuff than yes. you telling them? Yes, I would. Much, I think I want to understand the languages. I want to be able to understand it. I want to be able to understand if I'm uh, in... It's just me, and then there's a couple people speaking a different language. I want to keep taps. Yeah, like, don't don't talk about I, me. Don't don't be talking that garbage in French about oh, me. That's oui, a oui. nice. That's a nice little extra <laughs> feature of being able to hear the languages. I also think there's a problem if you could speak the language, but not understand it. You would you'd really come across as a jerk because you'd be speaking this language, and they would answer you, and you'd be like, "I I yes. don't know what you're saying." I would like that baguette. And then they're trying to tell you we don't have any more baguettes. Now, if you, you just keep repeating yourself yeah, over it, and it, over. There's obviously going to be a gap here where there's there's a problem. One party does not understand the other. It's going to hand motions at that point. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is is it better to is it easier to try to explain something with hand motions or if you could talk to someone to to comprehend what they're saying back to you? I think it's easier your direction outward, but I mean to, to thumbs up, thumbs down. I understand. Oh yeah, you know okay. What I mean? To communicate outward. Yeah. So you want to be the charade? Yes. Der. <laughs> the charader. Yeah. All I, right. I agree. The so we, we're going to understand five languages. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Not as cool at parties, right? But good for traveling. <laughs> Say something. Say something in another language. Watch me. All right. Let's move. Ah, on. I understood that. <laughs> All right, Spitwads, I want to tell you about Thuma. Look, your bedroom, it deserves a refresh. Now's the perfect time to elevate it. It's the most important room in your house. So you got to check out Thuma. Let me introduce you to their bed, the bed by Thuma. Handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood, you'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. It's made for how you live. The bed by Thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty. It ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes. It takes five-ish minutes to set up. 
No tools required. You can easily build it yourself. Look, create that feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with The Bed by Thuma. And now you can go to thuma.co slash ballers and use the code ballers to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of The Bed plus free shipping in the continental U.S. That's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash ballers and enter ballers at checkout for a $25 credit. Thuma.co slash ballers and enter the code ballers. Spitballers to the rescue. Jordan from Twitter. My wife constantly wants to rearrange the house. We just got done rearranging it a month ago. How do I get out of having to move all the furniture once again? I don't know if you gentlemen have someone in your life that is like this, but I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, fortunately for me, it's not my wife. Ooh. But I get to watch my father suffer with this. Oh, no. Because my mom, and maybe not suffer might be over, overstating sure. it, but endure it. My mom loves to rearrange and to repaint. Oh, okay. that's, the, that's, a, that's a different level. My mom lives her life looking for a justifiable reason to repaint a room. So if you get a new chair, we should probably repaint the room. Okay. Yeah, you got a new mat for your chair, we got to repaint the room. No. And she loves it. But it's it. clear. And she loves it. Here's a huge point of clarity because I, I deal with some of this as well. But when she says, okay, we got this new chair, we need to repaint the room, does she, A, repaint the room, B, look to hire someone to repaint the room, or C, say, we should re- repaint the room. Now you do it, Dad. Mm. Combo of A and C. Correct. Combo mm. of A and C. Because she can't move all the furniture. So that's you're, you're, you're baking it in where he's got to help with the furniture. Now, the best part of this is at one point in the past, she had painted the room she now dislikes. Right? right? Because it was her design to begin with. So now it is not good. Mm. Then it was very good. Yeah, but times times have been flow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's things I, I liked that. in the past that I wouldn't want now. And yeah, I remember a, a, a day back in the early 2000s where we had these, we put up these really nice like regal curtains, and they were great for the time. And now I'm like, that would look so stupid. Now this was cool as a kid, because I got my room like all redone all the time, and it was neat. Well, that sounds fun. It was but, fun as a kid. Oh well, let's put the bed here. Let's put the desk right. there. Let's paint it blue. Let's put up. Whatever. The main piece of advice that I have for Jordan here is uh, is furniture pads. Oh, the sliders. So you can slide them. You just never take them off of the furniture pads. Oh. You don't buy them. You just leave them. You got the couch, and you get little feet underneath your four corners of the couch. And then whenever she wants to rearrange, you much just, easier. You just got to get rid of carpet. I mean, is there slide around all your hardwood floor? So I'm, I'm trying to think through it for, for our guy Jordan here. In, in your house, think of your house right now of stuff that you can actually move. Okay. Like, cause I mean, there's going to be like your television and whatever wall unit or thing like that has to be on that wall that you can't really, yeah, usually speaking, you can't absolutely. really move that. Is there a piece of furniture in your house that is just, you look at it and you go, I will never, ever move that again. Piano. My bad. <laughs> okay, so we both have one, uh, and I probably have like your four. piano's. What is it? A uh, it's heavy, man. But it's, so the uh, like a uh, uh, half where it's up against the wall. Yeah. Okay, so not on wheels. 
I mean, technically, the front two corners are on wheels, those, but they're useless wheels. Dude, I mean, I have one of those. I, those piano wheels are for show. They are that not. Is, they I have like mats underneath them. They those don't legs do will snap anything. before the before yeah. the wheels. Interesting. Roll. I don't yeah. know how they designed them that way. But Why they do did. they even pretend to put wheels on these things? They don't work. So that's mine, and you said your bed because you have a bed that's like over a hundred million pounds or something. I have the heaviest bed in the world. Yes, I don't so like your bed frame. Well, so th I've got the bed frame that like does the lift and the yeah. you know it's, it's so it's got that and then the frame around it and there's just so many pieces to it. I don't want to ever deal with that. Rearranging that is a it's a that's evil thing. My parents had me help them move so many times that all their furniture hundred. 100% oak. It was credenzas. <laughs> wow, the, good, the good old days. I mean, oh, credenzas for days. Credenzas. That I don't even know what you use these like 12 foot long things with a single door on the front, but I know you can't move it. It was it, at least two tons. And, yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. So I, it, Jordan, buy from Ikea. That's step one. Yes. Okay. Because you, you can, you can move you that go. with one arm. Yeah. Like fully built. Oh, really a strong breath. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just Step two is have kids. Okay. Why is oh because they'll move they, they'll move yeah, stuff so with, you'll, you'll with get, her instead of helpers. You. I was gonna you go can with get your kids to help move stuff. Sure, at a certain age. I mean, it's just like growing them to help you with the farm work. I mean, <laughs> yeah, why do you think people had kids? I mean, if you if you have a boy, you just you just challenge the masculinity. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hot hot tip, <laughs> but you can't lift that. <laughs> uh, but uh, otherwise, it's a a fake chronic back problem. Ooh. Although that, like, if you're a golfer or anything like that, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. You will need an accu acupuncturist. The, 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 the web of lies is going to have to grow. My back is acting up again. <laughs> haven't you seen me wear yeah. that brace? Would no, it, I haven't. Would it help him to, like, move to Manhattan? Like, you can't, how many times can you rearrange, like, a little flat? Smaller place is better, probably. Smaller place. You just got a few things. Even if she wants to rearrange every couple days. But what if you end up on, like, in a walk-up? And then there's this new piece of furniture that you got to bring that thing up four flights. It's a challenge. Mm. Divorce. All right. Elizabeth <laughs> from Patreon. My husband and I would like your official ruling on robot vacuums. Yep. Oh. Are they worth having? Are they a sufficient replacement for regular vacuuming? Or are they a complete waste of money that requires more time to fix and coach than just vacuuming the house in the first place? I won't, I won't say who's on what side. But I will say he doesn't do any of the cleaning. I got I got to tap out. Oh, I, I've never robo vacuumed. I've lived that life. I, think I we're, have we're, lived that life as well. I've got a clear and obvious correct answer. I think we both hate them. I love the theory. Yes, they uh, are the worst. They're not. Are good. they? They're they not. Good. Oh no! They don't do crap. They have this little. They get bin. in the way. They <laughs> they have a little bin. Here's what's gonna happen when you get a robot vacuum. Okay. You're going to set it up. Maybe even you go through all the, like, I'm going to set the boundaries so it knows exactly where to go in my house and do all this. Right. Then you're going to go to bed. You're going to set it to run while you're asleep. When you wake <sighs> up and you look at the charger where it's supposed to be, it ain't there. It's stuck somewhere. Yeah. It has done nothing. But yet, while your whole floor is dirty, the bin is completely full of junk. <laughs> it can't pick up anything else. This thing breaks all the time, doesn't vacuum in the right spots, and you can even take it, like, let's say you spilled a bunch of frosted flakes in a specific area. There's a mode where you could go put it on top and you hit, like, the spot clean. It'll it doesn't ever go in the right spot. Ever. So then you're going to end up getting your vacuum out and going and vacuuming okay. over the spots okay. it missed. I mean, Jason summed it up very well. Wow. I would say that most of the time, 
what I did with my robot vacuum, and I've had a couple of them, stupidly, uh, was try to declog it mm-hmm. or try to cut whatever strands of the something strings. that would stop it from spinning. There's always strings, apparently, in everybody's house. That just there are, we've, all, we've all got so many strings that we didn't know about. But no, I don't think the technology... This is like Tesla 10 years before it was worth uh, driving. We need the technology to go up, up, yeah. up. It, it, it is a brilliant idea. Just have the house vacuumed every night while I sleep, but it it doesn't work. Have you work. seen some of the new... They've got new ones that have mopping and vacuuming together with bins, oh, with cleaning. That. Oh, you've bought that. Yeah, I bought that. So you keep got... falling into the trap. Oh, and I will again because... <laughs> <laughs> one day, Mike, one day they're going to get it right. Uh, word on the, uh, I'm, I'm getting this in. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, those strings are called hair. No, 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 no. Literally, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've, I've had robot vacuums, I think, five different times in my life because I keep, I keep falling for the trap. Um, y- when you let it run for a week and then you go to try to clean that brush, there are literal strings. I don't know what the strings are from. There's just strings everywhere. Hmm. Apparently, in my house, we, we have a lot of strings. Your, your wife is a seamstress, is she not? That does. It's uh, not thread, though. It's I don't I don't even know how to explain it. Magic strings. Is this a bad time to it's spider webs up, to bring up that this show brought to you by Roomba? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that they were better. That technology is great, All right. but we're not there yet, Mike. I'm sorry. Well, I, well I'm glad because I've I've never gone in. One more here. J.E. Brill from Twitter. I am trying to decide between two similar jobs. Same role, same pay. Oh, this is some real life advice. <laughs> but one... That's, that's the name of the segment, man. No, I know, but it means some <laughs> ring truer. Uh, one is the, uh, for a startup. The other is for a very large and established company. Which should you choose and why? Oh, man. I got my answer. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll wait to hear your guys. <sighs> well, look, I... Stage uh, of life. Now I feel like I'm giving real advice. Yeah, which is not as fun. I'll just say this. There is no such thing as security. Now, that doesn't mean that a large and established company doesn't offer you benefits that are different than a startup because there are some benefits there. Like the large and established means that like you probably have really good insurance and you probably have very structured vacations and bonuses and or, you know, some of those things might exist there. But don't pretend that it's secure. You grew. I grew up thinking that big companies were super secure and people worked there for 20, 30 years, get your retirement, and you're done. All I've done my I entire think it life- it used to be that. It did used to be that. But now it's more like you're part of a big company, so you think that, but then they lay you off because they can move work overseas, and then you uh, can't find another job. So I think that unless if you're doing it for security, it's a bad decision to go with the large company. And if you're doing it for fun- it's also Still a, bad, a idea. bad decision because big companies have red tape and boring procedures. Go with a startup, play ping pong half your day, but no ghost money. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Make yeah. sure you're paid real paid, money. Paid, paid real money, and then you have a company to grow with. You know what I mean? Maybe someday it'll be the very large and established company, and you were there at the ground floor, and you can and if quit not, and go to the other company. That's right. You always, always able to exit and just go next door. That was going to be my advice: is if you are qualified currently for the very large established company, you're likely qualified for that company yet again if the startup fails in two years. That's that's a good so, point, too. So, you know, bet on yourself, Mr. Brill. Play some ping pong. Startup. <laughs> 
All right, let's. Is, uh, that, is that just is that the requirement? Is that what separates a startup a, a large a large it. company from a startup? Is just a, a ping pong table. A large and well established company will never have company ping pong. Unfortunately, um, if it has company ping pong, then you know it's still is, a startup. It's still a startup, no matter the size. And then once they they come in and they pack it up, you know they've made mm -hmm. the transition. Mm -hmm. They're curmudgeons now. now. Yeah, a little bit of a question here. Yeah, we used to have a ping pong table. We right. don't anymore. We are very well established, guys. <laughs> We're okay. super big. That's good to know. Spitwads, whether you're starting from scratch or looking to advance, Code Academy can help you reach your coding goals. We have had a draft on this show about important things that I want my kids to learn how to do. Programming is one of them. Because as grown-ups, programming is a great occupation, and Codecademy lets you learn at your own pace and get qualified for in-demand jobs. You choose what to learn, build basic websites to artificial intelligence, everything else you could want in between. No matter your experience level, you'll be writing real working code in minutes, and you can learn coding languages including Python or HTML, CSS, JavaScript more. We have this. We have our kids on it. I mean, it is a phenomenal way to learn how to program, and programming is so important if you want to have a good job and good skills where you can make stuff for yourself. They have a great way to learn. Join over 50 million people learning to code with Codecademy and see where coding can take you. You can get 15% off your Codecademy Pro membership when you go to Codecademy.com and use the promo code SPITBALLERS. That's promo code SPITBALLERS at Codecademy.com to get 15% off Codecademy Pro, the best way to learn to code. C-O-D-E-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com, promo code SPITBALLERS. The Spitballers Draft. We you guys, are you guys throwing your headphones in so you can hear music. Listen, Mike, <laughs> we are drafting the best music themes part two. Yeah. And one of the th look, I, I said it on the last show. We'd love to be playing these themes for you. Our legal counsel and Al has told us that that's probably not advisable. So you will just play it for yourself. Well, look, if the, I for really some good. reason can't summon <laughs> the tune because we have so many tunes crossing streams here. Sure. Then uh, this is going to be great when you forget one, Mike. Like, for instance, let's happen. say you had the number one pick. Right. And you knew the song you wanted to get, but you couldn't recall it. But then you put on the music and you hear. Oh, I wasn't sure where it would go. It's at the top of my list for part two. Yeah, I mean. That is it's E.T., right? Yes, it is E.T. Another Jay Willie. Yes, another John Williams. Uh, that will be the first pick here. E.T. was just top an list. egregious absence from uh, the <laughs> – that's not how you say that. That's uh, fine. From the last episode. For my uh, – so way back a week ago, uh, that was with my final pick. I was torn between Terminator, which I took yes. at the time, and E.T. Which is a great pick. Yeah, E.T. is. Yeah. Yes, all right, uh, Terminator's great, too. They're all great. E.T.'s whimsical, makes you feel like a kid. Do, 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 yeah. do. All right, I am up. Idiots. I am sad. That was one of the ones I really wanted. I'm going to go with Mission Impossible. Okay. Okay. You okay. Went, dun, you, dun, 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 
That one was that one was tough for me. it is one. It is. I will completely allow it. It is definitely movie theme. Just it was it was a TV theme first. But I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. I just want people to understand. Speaking very authoritarian. I want people to know when they go to the polls. Oh my god! That song was a television theme first. Yes, but much like many other shows, it was amplified in the movies. It was orchestrated in the movies. Orchestrated. If you want to take the Limp Biscuit version, then no, no, no. I will be taking the orchestrated version. Yeah, I mean they they did use the same. Like melody and sound, and like the whole song was the right, same. Right, it was but, the same thing. Um, it was in a movie <laughs> and orchestrated. <laughs> I'm orchestrated. going with Mission Impossible. I will pretend okay. that was not on my list <laughs> and make fun of your pick. All right, Mike, you have two picks. All right, so oh gosh, there is the game. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like there's one. Whatever. I'm just going to... We're just going to go with the, the heart here. Uh, I don't know which order I'd prefer these ones, but I have two picks, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, w- with the first pick, I will take uh, what has evolved f- into a blockbuster franchise. Dang it. You don't... I don't know. If, okay. th- that, could be a, <laughs> that could be several movies. Um, but these, these movies involve a pirate. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Shouldn't uh, they have stopped sooner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But they it, kept making money. They should have stopped where Indiana Jones stopped at three. Yes. All right. <laughs> it's funny how some some movies, if they go too far, the originals bow, maintain bow, their greatness. Bow, bow, and I feel bow, like that bow, one, bow. somehow the later movies also stripped the early ones of their greatness. The first now, one the is first so one's very, good. Very now, what, good. Remind me, the, the pirates. Yeah. Bum, 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 that's great. Yeah, I mean that's pirate that's music. Good. No, that's well, good. You can hear the swords clinking and clacking. Yes, as they <laughs> pirates often do. And uh, so I will go with that pick, uh, which is a uh, a full orchestrated masterpiece into something that was created simply on a synthesizer no, machine. No, <laughs> don't do it. I wanted to take it number one, but you did. E.T. was there. Don't do oh, it. Oh, and I will take Beverly Hills no! Cop. I will take dun, 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 the Axel F. Oh, it's so yeah. good. I mean, if you like, I feel like there are plenty of people, plenty. In fact, maybe the majority of our audience have never watched Beverly Hills Cop. Half. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I'm, a great, I'm that's curious. We could throw I've never poll. seen it. Any of it? That's never. M- that's an excusable, mind blowing. Do you egregious. go if you so? Okay, to so, uh, fresh face over here. Would you recommend going back to number one, or you're going no, to? You're I'm going gonna to go two? to two. Okay. I'm gonna go to two, but uh, two and then one because you'll be like, I want more of this. Um, what's a what's great but you about still this? know the song like even if yes. you haven't heard seen the movie. What's great about well, a lot of kids know it now because the stupid frog. Uh, ring ding 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 ding. He had his own version, but. The Beverly, the Axel F, I think it's called, is it, it's either Axel F or Axel Foley. Uh, you can name that tune if you have the right uh, synthesizer tone. That's, that's like one note. You Dude. know, yeah, you know immediately. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the Beverly Hills Cop song. Now I got to find a new. Pick. All right, so you don't get that either, Jason. Uh, all right, I, I'm back on the clock. <laughs> you could have left me E.T. 
I am going to go with, uh, I'm going to give Danny Elfman some credit here. Okay. I want to give the 1989 Ooh, to, yeah. I think Elfman was Mission Impossible. Batman. I'm going to give him credit again. I'm going to give him credit again. Batman from 1989. Yes. So moody. It's so spectacular. So Keaton Nicholson and that Batman. Yes. It's wonderful. It's a fantastic theme. Uh I recall that really started the series. I mean, that really that, right. that started the. I mean, we're not Adam West has this place, but oh, the dude. movies and the that was just great. The did you see that in the in the theater? No, I did not because I, I was not old enough. Oh yeah, I, I was very young, and that was like a big deal. Of my my pops, who was a super Batman fan, brought me to the movie theater to see it, and I my biggest memory of the movie. Was so I mean I'm, we can we can vet the age, but I six maybe seven. So I mean I got a I got a little kid brain, and the intro is like just them you know doing like this weird computer stuff over the logo, where it's just it's the Batman, and I had no idea, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on, and it was like the longest intro wow. I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, I remember that. Where I'm like. I remember that. It's what a, they were what really into. On? They were into incredibly long intros yes. in the eighties. That, that intro was like, so long. You were getting the nieces of the sound designer, <laughs> the assistant sound designer, in the opening yes. credits. Oh, but it's a great song. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to. Oh, <laughs> no, you look like you're like a man who doesn't know what to pick. No, no, no. I well, uh, there's there's a lot to pick here, um, but I think I'm gonna go back to the eighties, like you guys were just saying, long okay. intro music. And there's there's a couple bangers in here. Their theme song oh, is amazing, sure. but sometimes when you think of this movie, you also think of another specific song. Okay. And this movie's coming back out. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I'm going it's on my list. Up in the air. Yes. I'm going with Top Gun. Baby. How's it, and how's that one go, Jay? Uh, well, Highway to the Danger Zone is <laughs> it's what my brain goes to. Um, yeah, like you're that like when the guitar kicks in, it goes. It goes. What? Yeah. Wait. What? And for my second pick, what did you? You're the you're the one supposed to hop in here and help us out with this. That's what I was doing. Yeah, Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the tape. We they can. What's your next pick? My next pick is. Oh, that's. I believe. That was so good. Check me on this one. That's a good pick. I think, I think it's Steve Vai. So Al, Top Gun. Yeah, I, Al will look that up for me. I think Steve Vai or Petrucci or no, no, uh, uh, Stanley whatever. Tucci. Look, yeah, it was <laughs> Stan, uh, Stanley I'm, Tucci. I'm seeing Top Gun anthem. Harold Faltermeyer. No, but who's the guitar player on the track? Steve Stevens. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Vai. Oh. Mm. Sorry. Cool story. Um, now, this one is one where I, I know I love. It doesn't quite have the same hook, and I'm hoping, Mike, that you can recall this because okay. um, I know you've heard it a kajillion times. It is so thematic for things that at least Mike and I desperately love. They even have a land in oh, Disneyland. Yeah, okay. But the Avengers. Yes. It's also it's like it's the Marvel stinger now. Like and it's good. It's it is very good. It took a long time for me though. Like after seeing the first Avengers movie, I thought it was a totally forgettable motif, and I was like, I'm not into this. But 
over it's stuck it, over time where they i mean they just marvel is like in my heart now so it does that, associate like, with the memory of being so it, it definitely has an emotional connection but yes now when i hear that line i'm like oh yeah i'm about to see an incredible movie all right, I am back up. Dun, dun, dun. You are. Dun, dun, All right, I'm going to go with dun, dun, Lord dun, dun, dun. of the Rings. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay, that the one I theme. can't sing. Okay, I remember it now. It was so bad. You got it. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I heard what he was doing. I was a little... You brought the flutes in. I was there. key off. So that's what I'm going to go with, Lord of the Rings. That's really good. I, I love the Lord of the Rings music. It's on my list, but I couldn't remember what it was. That's the main hook. Yes, that is. I, I, I felt like I went and I, I listened to like three minutes of their intro theme song, and I and they never got to the hook. No, uh, that's the hook, is that yeah. one. That da, 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 da. Yeah. All right. Mike, you're back. All right. Jack. Uh, excellent. I figure this one would come back because it somehow is it's not at the... Whoop, I'm dropping stuff. It's not at the level that it should be. Uh, the movie is fantastic, but and in the uh, the main theme from it is now like, I think starting to build. Like a lot of people use this for, uh, like if they're making TikToks and reels. Uh, I mean, I'm probably getting targeted because I like space stuff. Uh, but the theme song from Interstellar is it's, it's is, outstanding. Is something uh, that like I can fire. I go to YouTube. The this song looped for an hour. It's that type of song where you yeah, because it's have got it different going, highs the, and lows. It's much that one you can't really do the melody because you need the uh, uh, the the other part of the music to create the tension in it. But it is fantastic and really makes and takes Interstellar to a whole new to, to, whole, out to outer space. Yeah, I wanted a space yeah. pun in there. Yeah, I I I think the you know, when we look at these great classics, like that music is unbelievable. Like it's really great. I remember watching it being like, this is awesome. Yes. That movie's great. But it is. if you don't, like if you're the composer and you decide not to just I put think in a Zimmer. super hook, like it's, it's got, got, no, the hook is there. Is it though? Yes. Over oh. time. Yes. It, 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 the, the hook is there. We just, we need some more time between the movie and, and yep. later on. There's also no Dun sequels. Not. <laughs> that's a hook sure no, but, I, I can agree with that i don't think it's a prototypical theme but it's a very good theme it's an awesome score yeah it's just oh, not it's not it doesn't have the memorable hook it sucks <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh are you you got I, one more Mike? i have one more and i am really torn because this is the end dude you have to Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's in it's in the running for me. It is in the running it, for me. I mean, it will happily go undrafted if you don't give it any credit. <laughs> I I totally understand that. Um, fine, I will I will take it because it's so fantastic. I will take Blade Runner, uh, by Evangelist, the who is also the person who wrote Chariots of Fire, which I'm sure you guys would, you guys would much prefer Chariots of Fire. The movie. I don't know about the music. The music was great in Blade Runner. Um, if I can, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that I was. I remember great. that part that of the did, movie. That did put me to sleep. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, so no, you, you need the YouTube shouting and stuff to stay awake. 
<laughs> I I played Smash Smash Subscribe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I played the game with this my final pick. Blade Runner? Uh it's a good game. Not your final pick. No. Uh I played I played the game because this would have been game. my Hold this on. would have been my number four pick in the last draft. But I knew I could make it all the way through this draft and make it my number four pick. Interesting. I actually think it's one of the absolute best movie songs ever. And that is... And there's a game? Just, give me no, 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 no. I'm saying I'm playing the game of our draft. Oh, okay. But, but okay. I, I know neither of you were going to pick it. Oh, okay. good. Um, which is the theme from Last of the Mohicans. Yes. Which okay. I think is honestly one of the best scores, the best. And they play it. You know, some movies, they have a main theme and they kind of use it every once in a while, but very rarely. Yeah. It's like through the whole, the whole movie is the song. I mean, it's like, it just keeps coming back up. What uh, is it? I can't help you. Yeah, I can't. That's not helpful. <laughs> you didn't even let me get even close to getting into it. Oh, I'm sorry. It sounds good. It sounds good. I never, I never saw Last of the Movie. I've never seen it either. I feel like it's go watch. I actually watched it within the last. Hold up. For the very first time, I watched it within the last five years. Oh man, and it held up completely. It's a fabulous movie, and the the score makes half the movie. Is that Costner? Then I'm out. Daniel Day Lewis. How about in again? Ooh, Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis is. Yeah, he's the main character. Okay. Sounds pretty dark. Now do you know it? The movie was too dark, so they <laughs> yes. went with the circus song to lighten um, it up. Now hold on, Al, just on the off chance you've seen this movie. Have There's you seen no Last way. of the Mohicans? I have not. Say Damn. no way. Do yourself a favor. Pull up the main theme well what about brooks brooks have you seen last of the mohicans you're a of movie course, guy of no course. i haven't oh, oh boom in your face i want to now though i I'm, know the theme though no do you actually know the theme no or you were just making <laughs> no, fun of me too. Fun okay of me. yeah you're really I, you're a real funny guy i have heard great things about it it's just one of those i missed it all right so i am up with my last pick and i'm 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 a little surprised this made it all the way through, and maybe maybe well, it's... I think we're going to find out why. <laughs> that we are. But Ghostbusters. It's on my list. I mean, Ghostbusters is one of the most iconic... How's that go again? Mike? I felt that one felt kind of like cheating. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a radio hit, but I that is the song. That's Ghostbusters. I mean, who are you going to fault? Who are you going to what? I said fault for taking the pick. But yes, uh, it was uh, who are you going to call? Yeah. E.T., Top Gun, The Avengers, Ghostbusters for Jason. I went with Mission Impossible. Batman. We got to specify that one. Yeah, you do, because Dark Knight was on my list. Uh, Lord of the Rings and The Last of the Mohicans. Mike with Pirates of the Caribbean, Beverly Hills Cop, Interstellar, and Boar Runner. Mm. Do you like what I did there? I did. I did. All right. What did we learn today? We learn anything today? Yeah, I learned the reality is you should always uh, work with ping pong tables <laughs> and then quit and go somewhere bigger if you need to. Yeah, I I think that that's good advice. I think we gave very, very good advice today. I think Jason still thinks he's on the Truman Show. That's what I learned. Yes, today. and I learned that. I know I am. I learned the, the robo-vacuums are... Ooh. Still a waste of money. 
That's true. Well, to be fair, I haven't bought one in like a year. So <laughs> let me try it again. Try the new let technology. Me know. <laughs> Pay more. Uh, make sure you let us know what other themes we forgot. I know that there were other good ones. Gladiator was on the list. Godfather, Psycho. Requiem for a dream. All right. Leave it in the comments. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.